orb. Oh, hello. <laughs> Are you spooked by my weird Elvis impersonation? Oh, is that what that is? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> well, in other words, in, other, in any, any other way, um, I'm a hot fire mess right now. I'm Madeline. I'm Olivia. And we are the fun, spooky hosts of your favorite podcast, Another Picture Show podcast. <laughs> and I am just crashing and burning, but we're rolling with it because who cares? So we are a fun, dynamic duo. We review movies, but typically the twist is I haven't seen this movie and I also don't know what the movie is prior to recording the show. Olivia will tell me what we're watching. We will talk about how I am have no idea what it is. <laughs> we go watch it, and then we come back, and we discuss our thoughts and feelings, and sometimes just our innermost soul is bared <laughs> yes. for all of you to see. So yeah. with that, I'm really bad at this. Olivia, why did you let me do this? <laughs> <laughs> Olivia, my dear... What yeah. is happening? Okay, so we are, we've been watching a few spooky movies the past few weeks, and we're going to continue with that because we're in the middle of October by the time this airs. Um, and I'm super excited about this next spooky movie. And I'm going to preface this by saying that it's a different type of scary movie. Um, mm. It's not one that you would immediately think of, but it is horrifying nonetheless. <laughs> I have two guesses in my mind of movies I haven't seen. All right, well, you can let I'm me know like, if, if you were correct. Um, with I'll let you know. I'll let you know if it's one of the ones I was thinking of. So this week, I'm excited to announce we are going to be watching Cats. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not one of my guesses. <laughs> Wait, what was your guesses? My one guess was Hocus Pocus. Okay. Or um, that Tom Cruise as a vampire movie. Oh, oh. Dinner with a Vampire, my, or whatever yeah, my, it's called. My interview with a Vampire. Interview mm. with a Vampire. See, that's a good one, but um, I'm going to save that one because. Savor it. Mm -hmm. Hold back. Hold back. We need some time between vampire episodes, I think. But. Do we? <laughs> no, that is a good one. We will get to it eventually. But okay. This week, uh, I was. I was in the mood for cats, so <laughs> I was in the mood for ruining my eyes. Okay, so the ears. thing is, the thing is, I have not seen the musical or the movie, so I will also be going into this blind. Oh, I love the musical. Okay, so I have seen like clips of the musical, and I was like, nope, not for me. Do you know so, anything, like, about what, how the musical was created? I think so. I don't know. Give me what you got. That, give, me, give me what you got, and I will, I will elaborate if necessary. I mean, I just know that it was, uh, what's his face? Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber kind of having a fever dream. Um, and he was like, I just want to write a musical about cats. And then his co-writer was like, okay. And then they did it. That's all I know. And it was, like, the most popular musical for, like, a long time. So. Um, but it makes no sense. All of, like, the lyrics of Cats save Memory. The mm -hmm. song, like, the mm -hmm. most famous song is Memory. Mm -hmm. All the other songs and the lyrics of all the other songs are based off of, are, or are, T.S. Eliot poems. Oh, I didn't know that. I knew okay. That. Yeah. So, T.S. Eliot has this, like, big poetry book literally all about cats <laughs> and so i feel like t.s Eliot had like the original fever dream and he was like i'm just gonna make up <laughs> some wild ass names for some cats and talk about how like spunky and crazy and just like fresh and weird these four-legged nine live having creatures are and you haven't so seen just, the the 2019 movie right i have not seen the movie okay so we're but both going i have seen I've seen screen, like, recordings of the stage production yeah. several times. And then I've seen Cats on Broadway, I think, I think only once. Maybe twice, but definitely one time. Uh, yeah, so I love Cats. 
just because it's so fun and it's so weird. It's so weird. You don't understand what it's about at all. I know that. Like I know that much. Times <laughs> I know that much. I know. I've heard things about the movie. I've heard things about the show. Um, but I have. I feel like I. I really am just ready for the movie to be bad. Like I'm just ready for it to be god awful. <laughs> I'm just. I feel like we just need a movie to rip apart again. Like yeah. I just enjoy doing that. So yeah, we had a great time with Twilight and Never Been Kissed. Um, Oh yeah, Never Been Kissed was pretty. That was I listened to that today. I was like, wow, we are brutal. Um, (laughs) Like we are just we are just popping off. Um, Yeah, we just need like an outlet for our frustration, and I think Cats is like a beautiful disaster. Um, As far as I know, maybe we'll maybe we'll come out of it and be like, man, we were so wrong. But (laughs) I don't foresee that happening. Um, But it horrifies me. It makes me nervous. So uh, I just loved all the headlines surrounding it about like how they had to like Jason Derulo kept claiming that they had to like CGI out like his penis because it was like too big or something. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Jason, (laughs) like way to drum up scandal. (laughs) Sure. Whatever. Oh, man. And he plays Rum Tum Tugger. Oh, oh my gosh, you're not ready. You're not ready. <laughs> Didn't you dress up as Rum Tum Tugger in high school one time? Um, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think if I was Rum Tum Tugger or if I was Mr. Mistopheles, but I was definitely Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, I have some really uh, horrifying pictures. Um, we can use it as our, like, thumbnail or our something. Our promo, yeah. Like really... me standing next to Jason, uh, like, Side by side compared to Jason Derulo's costume. <laughs> <laughs> Who wore it better? <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. Really help us uh, grow our audience for sure. Well, um, are you ready, my I dear? Am, I am very ready. Are you to ready? To embark on our feline journey into the world of cats? I am very ready. Are you ready? I'm beyond ready. All I've right. been I've been waiting for an excuse to watch this movie. Let's so. seal and just dive right in let's just let's just pop our cat's cherry and get at it <laughs> all right we will be back momentarily with our fresh takes on cats three two one Hey y'all, we're back. We watched Cats. We did watch Cats. And now we're cemented dog people. (laughs) Cats, yeah, this this movie just cemented me as a dog person. Yep. Because if I woke up in the middle of the night and a bunch of fucking cats were outside my apartment building singing and like sacrificing one of their own (laughs) to (laughs) the cat afterlife, I would just absolutely go catatonic. Ah! Uh. <laughs> I, I guess I'll just give a quick rundown of the movie Cats. We're trying to actually like structure this with some yes. segments. It, it would be good. Can you clarify what is Cats? <gasps> okay. What is the movie Cats? So, the movie <laughs> Cats is a 2019 horror film um, <laughs> based Based off of the hit Broadway horror musical, Cats. Just kidding. I actually love Cats. I The musical, not the movie. Um, I'm one of those people, that's right. So Cats was uh, a, mus- a Broadway musical that was um, written, the score and everything was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber, our um, British BFF. And... <laughs> And all the music, except for one song, all the lyrics are based off of T.S. Eliot poems about cats. T.S. Eliot wrote this, like, thick-ass book about cats with all these crazy cat names and shenanigans that cats get up to because dude motherfucking love cats. Um, so Andrew Lloyd Webber was like, oh, <laughs> bet, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna make a fucking musical about it. And so the story of cats is every year all the cats in this like one alleyway they're called jellicle cats don't understand what that means is that like 
like a cat gang? Is there like a rival cat gang? Are we gonna have like the sequel, like Cat West Side Story? You know what I mean? I'm just very. The universe is endless. Um, <laughs> so just cats. Just it's cats. just cats. So these jellical cats. Again, don't know why they're called that. They're a cult of some some kind. Exactly. They come together and they're like dancing around and um, they. <laughs> They are talking about the Jellicle Ball, which is the event every year where all the Jellicle cats get together and they basically like advocate for themselves to be sent to the next cat life. And so like they're reborn as like a different cat who has like different abilities or whatever. So their cat like priest <laughs> is old Deuteronomy, who's this big fat old as the hills cat. And he, or in the case of the movie, she is the one who chooses the cat that gets to move on to the next cat afterlife or cat life. So the whole musical is literally just a bunch of cats like advocating to be sent to the afterlife. But then evil cat McCavity comes along and he just starts snatching bitches because he wants to be the one sent to the next afterlife. So he can be like, I don't know, like a fucking tiger and also evil. I don't understand McCavity's plot because it's not really fleshed out that well. It's not, and it also doesn't happen in the musical. They added so much to the movie that just, like, did not... They added characters, they added songs, they added dialogue. They added dialogue. They added jokes. And we'll get into this, but let's finish our uh, right, description right. of cats. So there's this, one, there's this one cat, her name's Victoria. She's brand new to the Jellicle cat universe. And so she's kind of like your little, like narrator character she's the one that's like taking you along on this ride as she's discovering the world of cats jellicle cats so there's like a bunch of different cats singing like one's a fat cat one's a sneaky cat two are like cat burglars so to speak one's a cat fucking magician <laughs> um then there's rum tongue tubber the sex god cat um <laughs> there's like the theater cat the like the really posh fat cat. cat. Yeah. Um there's the railway like, cat. Railway cat, yes, yes. I love railway cat. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, but then there's this like old crusty cat that everyone hates for some reason named Grizabella. And Grizabella like will show up every now and again and be like, hey guys, like I'm still here. And they're like, <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'll come back later. <laughs> I'm still really sad by the way that y'all hate me for no reason. And they're like <laughs> And she was like, okay, okay, I'm going, I swear. So at the end of the movie, like, there's some confrontation with McCavity, but it doesn't matter. Victoria kind of recognizes that Grizabella has had, like, an actual rough life. Like, she has actually, like, been through it. She's been, like, ostracized by the Jellicle Cat community. Um, <laughs> which, in the musical, they do not explain, as far as I'm aware. Mm-hmm. From from my memory of seeing cats, ha, huh, memory. Um, <laughs> from my recollection of seeing cats, I don't think they actually fully explained why she's ostracized, but in the movie they do, and it's fury infuriating. Um, <laughs> the, the whole, like, all of their, like, exposition that they added to this movie is terrible. But anyway, so Victoria's kind of like, hey, old Deuteronomy, my lord, um, Grizabella is, like, suffering, and she's actually a good cat. Like, she should be the one. Old Deuteronomy is, like, the cult leader cat? Yeah, like, their priest, their, uh, <laughs> their, their high lord. Um, <laughs> then they sing memory. Um, and then Old Deuteronomy is like, oh my god, she's got pipes. Off to the afterlife with you. Like, and that's pretty much the whole thing. Yeah, so, like, you can die, I guess. Go and ahead. this all takes place over the course of one night. That's cat. Yeah. <laughs> I can definitely see how this works better as a stage production. Just knowing that, like, the show, like, I I've seen bits and pieces of the stage show, and mm -hmm. it wasn't for me, but I can say that it w makes more sense on the stage because there's a level of, like, understanding that these are not real cats. They're people in cat makeup, like, that looks like cat makeup, not, like, right. some weird hybrid cat-human thing. Um, and the show is, like, supposed to be this weird psychedelic, like, weird 80s just dance show more than anything else. It's, like, yeah. kind of a celebration of, like, the human form as well as cats. <laughs> um, but the movie is directed by 
Tom Hooper, who should just don't make any more musicals, please. Somebody don't said. make any more musicals. He directed <laughs> Les Mis, which mm. if you listen to our musical episode, you understand that I'm not a fan of his version of Les Mis. There's a lot of weird close-ups, a lot of like Dutch angles for the sake of having weird angles. There's a lot of I don't know to Dutch angles. Uh, it's sure. it's the tilted angle that you like to talk about. It's like when the the oh, camera is like tilted. Like how they film the entire movie Twilight. Yes, it's called a yeah, Dutch okay. angle. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Tom Hooper just he he likes to do like this like really grim like realistic take on everything that he does and he brought that to cats which i think is my biggest i mean there's a lot of a lot of things that bother me about this movie but if they had turned the stage musical into just like kind of took that elements of like people in cats makeup doing fantastical psychedelic dances and routines in film could have been weird still but interesting (laughs) um instead of this like hyper realistic cat hybrid human thing with a lot of really dark scenes a lot of weird editing cuts a lot of not really understanding the medium that you're working with or at least the the the, the, like content that you're working with uh i i know i heard at one point that steven spielberg was considering turning cats into an animated film it was just, like, following animated cats through the streets of London. Um, but it was turned down because, I guess, like, it, it just couldn't get put together cohesively. But I'm like, oh, that, that is, like, so I feel like... Cute. Yeah, I feel like that is, like, the perfect medium for this show. It, I feel like it, if it were to be turned into a movie, an animated version would be the only acceptable version that yeah. wasn't considered freaky as hell. I think that's what I said when we watched it. Olivia yeah. and I actually got together and watched Cats together. It took us a whole week to to muster up the courage to actually talk yeah. about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I think if he had been able to to make it into an animated film where it was like actual cats being, you know, animated to sing and dance and do all these fun things throughout the streets of London, it could have been one very impressive like film-wise like animated wise mm-hmm. um, and it would make sense because like the level of like disbelief is already there because it's animated instead of it and they wouldn't have human hands yeah, uh, <laughs> or human feet <laughs> but or they would have bodies oh 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 god okay yeah <laughs> i wasn't ready to bring that up but thank you i was waiting to bring it up this whole time <laughs> i wanted my first word when you hit record to be buttholes <laughs> There weren't enough. Okay, okay. So, to clarify, there is allegedly, I have to say allegedly, a cut that exists out there, or did exist at one point during the making of this film, where they CGI'd buttholes on all of the cats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The truth is out there! It's out there somewhere. Um, but before they released the film, they decided that it it wasn't appropriate or it wasn't should be there, and so they had to pay <laughs> or spend millions upon millions of dollars to get them removed. I want to um, say so many things solely about this butthole thing. They just removed like all the buttholes too- from the movie. Oh man! And That's for good reason, like I think for good reason, because there are lots of crotch shots in this film. A lot of close-ups of Rebel Wilson's crotch, particularly. Yeah, like her her cat crotch. Like, it's so weird. It's like, they show, like, the cat crotch. Like, there's nothing there. Like, obviously, like, I don't need to see, like, a cat vagina. But also, but then they still CGI in the boobs. Like, all the, all the female actresses all have boobs. All the cats that are played by women have Do they have like teats or just boobs just boobs like they just have the boob mounds oh okay i was like i did not notice that if that was like all <laughs> at teats that would have been <laughs> like i would have been kind of okay with it though i would have been like yeah i mean like cats have cats have like eight nipples or whatever but <laughs> but the fact that like 
yeah okay like the human hands and feet like weird still fucking weird but like i get it like that's just like really i don't know how hard that is to cgi out i'm assuming very but like i i mean maybe i'm not an animator or a cgi person but like i really feel like you could go like bloop boob and then bloop flat like (laughs) no cat boob (laughs) just the fact that like the I'm, like, holding my hands up like I'm grabbing two boobs. Uh, <laughs> just, like, the cat boobs. That really bothered me. Because, like, yeah, in the stage production, obviously, like, you can't CGI out a human being's boobs on stage when you're watching them. So, like, you can suspend disbelief even further when you're, like, okay, like, this is just a person in a cat costume, like, dancing around. But when, yeah, like Olivia said, when you take it to, like, a film, you're kind of, like, expecting a little bit more than just, like, weird cat furries, like, dancing around. I think the, yeah, like I said, I think the main problem that contributes to all the other problems is the like hyper realistic thing that they were going for it just like bites them in the butt so hard doesn't work just doesn't work it it just makes i don't know if we're supposed to be uncomfortable like watching the cat's musical but the movie just makes you uncomfortable and not in like a fun funny way it's just like i don't know i don't know how to feel about this I don't necessarily think you're supposed to feel uncomfortable when you see cats, but you're definitely supposed to be like, oh, ha, ha, like how, like how quirky and strange, like they're humans in cat costumes, like singing about being a cat and like doing like really extravagant, you know, choreography. Like the choreography in the musical Cats is beautiful. Like I won't lie. Mm -hmm. It is kind of like confusing like because you're still watching people in cat costumes you're like what is happening because I guarantee you if you had never heard of cats before and you went to see the musical cats you would leave there with more questions than when you entered but if you see it again like it's kind of like one of those things where it's like you you're really focused on like the visual at least I am the visual of the story and you have no idea like what the actual like premise is it took me probably like two to three viewings of cats prior to the movie uh (laughs) to understand what the hell was going on in this story yeah before we get into like each individual cat what did you think of the movie cats like just in one word how would you describe the movie cats and your feelings one word's hard um okay well it doesn't have to be one word i was just okay it shouldn't have been me um I feel, okay, I love, like I said, I love the musical Cats. I feel like it's just one of those musicals, one of those things that you just cannot, at least based on recent evidence, it is a musical you cannot translate into a feature film and, like, it still be good and still be charming and still be quirky because they added so much shit to it, they... Like, basically, like, this sounds crazy, but, like, they changed so many of, like, the cat characters. Like, they changed, like, their personalities. They added characters. They added, like, plot lines. They added dialogue. Victoria, the cat, the white cat. We'll get into all the cats, but Victoria, she does not speak the entire production. I think she sings a little bit of memory with Grizabella towards the end because she's kind of, like, vibing with Grizabella and she's like hey like I'm a new Jellicle cat like but here's my Jellicle cat nomination it's Grizabella and <laughs> all the other cats are like oh. <laughs> we need like a hiss counter like how many times I hiss into the microphone <laughs> but okay so they really and like they they took a lot of like that poetic creative license whatever you want to call it like to the max and at no point was somebody like, should you even be fucking making this? This is really weird. You know, I just, I'm disappointed in everyone who made it, everyone who is involved, everyone who thought it was going to be good. The only person who did a great job in this musical was Jennifer Hudson because she did a great rendition of memory. I initially didn't like it. I will admit when I heard just like the clip or just the song, Mm-hmm. on spotify i wasn't like that impressed with it because like You're i don't know i, I harken yeah. back to like past performances or yeah. whatever but 
comparatively and also like tonally tonally slayed absolutely slayed my game i think i almost cried when we watched it and she finally sang memory i just rewatched the clip before we started recording this and i like got a little choked up a little bit i was like damn she's talented like she was on she was in she was in a whole different movie than the rest of the people in this movie like she was yeah she was like this is gonna get me another oscar like that train she was putting everything she had into her like two scenes in this movie and in a whole completely different movie that i think that's one of the issues i have with it is like everybody feels like they're in a different movie like nobody was on board with like how to be a cat or like (laughs) 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 Uh, no did the best cat performance though sir ian mckellen no i was gonna say he was like i am method acting i am a cat He's like, I followed my cat around for six weeks before I got on set. He, no, I was going to say, outside of Jennifer Hudson, Ian McKellen was, like, killing it as a cat. I would have watched a whole movie of just Ian McKellen, like, drinking from, like, a little dish. <laughs> meow. And then, like, running away. Like, meow. Meow. Like, yes. <laughs> yes, sir, Ian McKellen. <laughs> like, Tell me everything you feel, but only in meows. I feel like if this movie came out in 2020 instead of 2019 people would be like yep this is this is a masterpiece just because of everything we've been through now we have sir ian mckellen drinking milk out of a plate oh this makes sense this makes sense but yeah i think i agree i would not have made this movie this way 2019 was just like stacked with really great movies that came out all at once so this trying to be as it, it was just like a pretentious you could feel it like you could feel that they were just trying to go for tom hooper getting another oscar nom like hey he won the king's full round two like let's do it and like that's what this is we have all the big names we have we have the the musical that's like weird but is strangely popular for 30 years I don't know. They were going for it, but it just didn't work. Here's my hot take. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought of it. So I was going to say at one point, I was like, oh, it would have been a, a little bit interesting if they had like remade, if they had like, it doesn't necessarily have to even be called cats because once I explain it, it will not be called cats. But if they had like taken the concept of cats and been like, take literally the cat out of it and just like talk about like different people who are like trying to achieve one goal mm-hmm. and like there's only like one person who can select and like they're all the songs are, like advocating like why their lives like have led them to where they are and like you know they want this like position so badly or whatever and then I realized I was just thinking of the plot of a chorus line so <laughs> <laughs> I was like so cats if you take the cat out of cats you get a chorus line we already have a pretty good movie of a chorus line so like cats should have just never been fucking made that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) olivia will speak for the rest of the podcast i have nothing else to say we're done goodbye goodbye (laughs) i will never shut up all right so i guess we can get into like the best way I could think of to like go through the movie without it being beat by beat is just to go through the cats because we have plenty of performances that we can review and they each have their own cat with their own song it's perfect so let's start at the beginning is with I guess the introduction of Victoria yeah so Victoria was yeeted out of a car um (laughs) into the Jellicle Cat alleyway. I wonder if the owner was like, yeah, there's a bunch of weird cats in this alley. They'll take care of her. Which is like, Vlonk! <laughs> <laughs> so she rolls up and they're like all singing this Jellicle Cat song and they're like, Jellicle cats are weird as fuck. <laughs> there's awesome. lots of different types of cats. Yeah. Um, they have four names? Yes, they have four names. Um, they have the name that their family calls them. Uh, the name that they kind of, like, adri- go by with other cats. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, they have three names. Um, and then they have um, 
their own like private name that they will never reveal to anyone which i'm like why bother mention that yeah like why have that <laughs> because name? now i want to know every single cat's private name and i really hope one of them is like sir butthole mcgee or something like that <laughs> i'm just trying to work i want the i want to see at least he was cut cat. out of the butthole cut so <laughs> i want to see a small clip of cats with the buttholes still edited in if it exists yeah so it, it starts with victoria meeting all the jellical cats and yeah. who's the like main the main like guy that's like singing throughout the whole thing monka strap monka strap yeah, he doesn't really get an introduction. He's just kind of like, hey, what's up, girl? I'm Monka Strap, and I know everything about all cats. And <laughs> Victoria's like, okay, just don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, um, yeah. he's in pretty much every song. Uh, but we don't know his name, because I don't think they told us his name. Yeah, you don't know his name. Like, a lot of these cats, like, they'll show up, and they just don't tell you their name. Like, the only cats that, that na- their names are revealed to you are Victoria because she says it. Like I said, Ho doesn't speak in the musical. Mm-hmm. And then all the cats that have their own, like, song, basically. Monka, Scra- Monka Strap's there just to be like, I give context. <laughs> he, I don't remember, I think he is in the musical. I'm trying to remember if, like, some of these cats are just made up. But I think Monka Strap is actually in the musical. Well, Monka Strap is played by Robbie Fairchild, and Victoria is played by Francesca Hayward. So, since they're, like, the first main two cats that we meet, what did you think of their performances? Strap creeped me out. I'm not gonna lie. He was creepy. He was creepy. He was just creepy. I can't stop saying that. I'm like, um, Victoria... She's supposed to be, like, cute and innocent because, like, she's new to all this. So I think she did a pretty good job of being cute and innocent. As cute as you can be dressed like a cat with yeah. human hands mm-hmm. and no butthole. <laughs> uh, she's pretty cute. She's, she's, I think she's actually a trained dancer. Yeah. Um, she, I think, actually started in the Broadway circuit and then was hired or cast um as victoria because victoria has a lot in the musical as well has a lot of like really interesting i'm not a dancer um like i said i am not a professional in anything that i talk about <laughs> but she has like a lot of like what seems like really complex like technical dancing i think she and monka strap do like a whole ballet number in the musical yeah it's she did a good job i think as victoria i was like she was pretty solid my issues are with like how the movie was written and like all the shit that they added to it. So yeah, yeah. I think all the dancers in the movie, including Victoria, were very very good. But the way that the movie was shot just didn't really highlight it very well. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a lot of cuts, so like you couldn't really focus on the performances or like what the dancers were doing long enough to really appreciate like what they were doing. Right. You know what I mean? It was it was hard to follow a lot of times, like what the action of the scene, and like they're each song is like they're each building up to like you know the, the high point of the song, the culmination of the song, where you're supposed to like be you know, into it and like yeah like this big note it's like getting to me, but because of the editing and because the dancing is like, all over the place, you can't really appreciate the performances and what everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. Just kind of like are sitting through each song like when do we get to memory <laughs> yeah like you're just bored until you get to the things that are like kind of small pauses in the movie right which happen to be either really really bad humor or memory right um so the next cat that is introduced but doesn't have a song yet is mr mistopheles He's the next cat on uh, IMDb, at least. Um, But but he, like, shows up in the beginning. He's the, like, magic cat that has, like, a weird romance with Victoria throughout the movie. (laughs) Madeline's eyes. (laughs) She's uh, not happy with this. Okay. Here we go. I wasn't (laughs) sure at what point you were going to bring up Mistopheles. Let me just say, Mr. Mistopheles is the best cat in cats he is my number one jam 
I do love Rum Tum Tugger and I do love Skimble Shanks, but Mr. Mistopheles is my ride or die. And they did Mistopheles so goddamn dirty <laughs> in this musical, it made me want to scream. There is, I, and mark my words on this, no romance between him and Victoria. That was disgusting. No, there wasn't. Also, he's like a badass, like super cool magician, like actually like knows actually knows magic people he's not some like shy doofus who just like carries a bunch of cat shit in his hat he like actually is a baller never speaks also he also never speaks the entire musical he does not sing his own song so when they got to the mr mistopheles song he's like um i can pull things out of a hat i'm like you don't sing that (laughs) down mistopheles They did his character so dirty and they made him weird. They made him weird. They made him the friend zoned, like I don't even know if his friend zone. They're like snuggling and shit. That's throughout true, the whole- but like for a while, like the whole movie, he's like pining after her. He's like, rrr, rrr, and she's like, I'm Victoria, and I'm gonna like spit over here. And he's like, Oh darn, I should have pulled out a magic trick when I had the chance. And then at the very end they like snuggle, and I'm just like, <clears throat> uh <laughs> But anyway, they did Mistopheles so fucking dirty, and I'm furious about it. I'm still so mad thinking about, like, that's just, that's, that's my thing. It's like they added so much stuff that wasn't necessary. Don't give me a weird cat romance. I didn't need that. Honestly, I didn't need this movie, but I definitely didn't need that. I don't need Mistopheles to be, like, some, like, puny cat bitch who, like, can't actually do magic when... He can do magic, and he's a great magician, and he's just, like, stellar in every way possible. Like, we're, like tying into it a little bit, the whole McCavity, like, snatch and hose, not a part of the musical. I think I mentioned that already. Not a part of the actual- Start talking story. about McCavity, then? <laughs> we're going right into McCavity. I actually think that Idris Elba did a great job. He did. He was, like, barely in the movie, and he didn't really sing anything- um, he just kind of showed up between songs, mm-hmm. and they made him, like, the most interesting part of the movie because he was just, like, Lack mysterious. Yeah, he was just, like, mysterious and, like, creepy, and, like, you could tell he was the villain. Mm-hmm. But because they were going for this, like, hyper-realistic feel, but then the movie has no plot, it was inconsequential, and, like... I'm sorry, Idris Elba. I'm so sorry you had to do this movie, but you did a great job. Also, his um, fur. Can we talk about how he looked just naked at the yeah, end? Because was like, it was the color of Idris Elba. And <laughs> like, this is not... Why did he have a coat? First of all, where do they get the fur for these coats? And like, he takes it off and oh, it's did just... He skin another cat and make <laughs> a cat fur coat? <laughs> so... My thing with McCavity is, again, the musical is literally just supposed to be, like, cute and fun, being like, I'm a cat, here's why I get to go to the afterlife, or whatever. There was no, like, strict plot besides that. Yeah. And, like, McCavity, yeah, he shows up and he's, like, creepy, and he's like, well, I'm McCavity, Um, and all the other cats are like, stay away, weird man, Uh, weird cat man. Um, (laughs) McCavity, no! But the fact that they, like, yeah, because, like, they're making this movie, they're like, let's add in, like, a something that McCavity does to, like, make this weird. Um, and he just starts, like, like, pluck, like, snatching them out of thin air and just, like, whisking them to a barge. Growl Tiger, I'm pretty sure, does not exist. Growl Tiger does not exist. So when, like, James Corden and Rebel Wilson show up and they're like, what are you? And he's like, I'm a growl tiger. I'll just sit on a barge all day. And they're like, oh boy, none of that happens. Like I, I will, I will stake, you know, I'll say it, I'll stake my life on that. That does not happen in the musical Cats from my recollection. Um, if I'm wrong, somebody can come and kill me. I don't care anymore. Um, <laughs> but it just bugs me. I'm like, no, as a big fan of cats, you just killing it for me. Like not killing it in a good way. You are literally killing my soul. <laughs> killing my soul. Um, but I think Idris's performance was good. 
Yeah. His naked cat body weird. Uh, <laughs> and like and like you could tell that it was Tom Hooper because he like fell off the uh balloon at the end and I just like got flashbacks of uh Russell Crowe falling to his death uh, and is <laughs> the crunch like when he hits the water. And then last thing I'll say about my cat <laughs> He just snaps in half. Um, the last thing I'll say about McCavity is like the point of McCavity is one to show that not all of the cats are like in the musical. Jellicle the point of McCavity is like, yeah, not all the Jellicle cats are like BFFs. Like there is there is diversity amongst these cats. Not all of them are like good, cute little house cats that do magic tricks or like to hang out on the rail railroad tracks. Like, McCavity's, like, he's, like, that, that, like, snarky bitch cat that everybody's, like, you know what, McCavity? Like, seriously, fuck you. (laughs) Like, everybody knows a cat like that, you know what I mean? Yep. It's kind of, and that's, like, the point of T.S. Eliot's poetry. Well, not the entire point, but, like, that's something to think about with T.S. Eliot's poetry. He's, like, I'm just describing cats as you would describe, like, a person, and I'm doing it in a fun way. And everybody's, like, brilliant masterpiece a plus <laughs> andrew lloyd Webber's like i wonder what i can do with this so they didn't need to like completely villainize or vilify whatever um McCavity and make him like <laughs> a cat trafficker <laughs> a kidnapper a kidnapper Cat-napper. Cat-napper. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. um so yeah i just think the whole like I guess, struggle or conflict of the movie was null and void. Null and void did not need to happen. You could tell he was having a great time. Like, he, was, he was having fun. He was like, this is fun, but I'm sure he will never speak of this again once he becomes like James Bond or something. I do kind of feel bad for like the, the, like, the lesser known actors who do this because like, yeah, Ian McKellen, Idris Elba, you know, like, even Rebel Wilson and, like, James Corden, like, they have really, pa- like, strong careers. Like, they can, like, go back to that something career. else, and people will remember them from something completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, the other actors, like, you're like, hmm, I recognize that face, kind of. Do a quick Google. Oh, that bitch was in Cats! You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, some of these people are just gonna be remembered for Cats. I mean, I don't know of anybody other than, like, the main, like, big names that were in this, besides, like, Francesca Hayward, but this was, like, her first movie, and I think she has, she, like, she wasn't awful in the movie, so, like, I don't think anyone's gonna, like, make fun of her for being in the movie, because it's not her fault. Like, she, she did fine. I think the fault of this is on Tom Hooper, um, and the producers, so... True. The actors, they all danced. They were fine. They were great. They were talented. But the way it was directed, the choices that were made, that's where the fault should lie. Bad. It was just, yeah, bad. So, <clears throat> yeah, with McGavity out of the way, we can go to uh, Rumple Teaser. And what's the other one? Um, Mungo Jerry. Mungo Jerry. Um, I'll give a fuck about them. They're okay. cute. They're, they're bad cats. They like to cause trouble. I just, the only thing I'll say about their scene is, like, they have that cute, it's a cute song. Like, I'm, they're like, oh, Mungo, Jerry, and Rumble, Taser. I'm like, it's just, it's a bop. I was, like, kind of disappointed that we didn't get to see, like, the dog. I know. Cats. I was like, is it, like, an actual dog? Or is it going to be person? Human? Yeah, a human with a, like, a, a dog with a human face. Like, I wanted to see this, but <laughs> so that's another happen. scene that doesn't happen yeah. in the musical. Like they have the song and they talk about being cat burglars and like Victoria's with them like while they sing and whatever. But the part where she gets ditched in the house and like the dog's coming and Mistopheles comes to her rescue, none of that happens. Pissed me off. I am definitely like a purist when it comes to cats. Clearly, I'm a cat's purist, because I am very upset <laughs> by every single choice that was made outside of the original, like, play, musical. Gotcha. 
So the next cat is uh, Rebel Wilson as Jenny Annie Dots. That was disturbing. We don't need to talk about it. No, we do. We absolutely do. No! Who rallies mice with children's faces who are proportionally incorrect compared to cats and cockroaches who are also Mm -hmm. proportionally incorrect compared to cats. The whole movie had, like, their proportions way off. Like, even in the rumble teaser, Mungo Jerry, like, when the, when her, when Victoria and Mistopheles were trying to close the door, the door was, like, enormous. Like, a thousand times the size of them. Mm-hmm. It looks like they're literally trying to, like, push close, like, 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 they're sta- it's, it's, it's almost like they're, like, three-inch tall cats trying to close this door. <laughs> I'm like, that's not, that's not yeah. the size of a cat. A cat could, like, the proportions are very inconsistent in this They movie. would be much closer to reaching, like, the doorknob of their actual size cats. Yeah. You're literally putting them, like, two inches off the bottom of the door. It was really weird. Very bizarre. Zero out of ten on the proportions. But yeah, the mice, um, what the fuck? I don't remember her, like, song or, like, her thing from. She was just, like, saying that she, like, mice are not great citizens. <laughs> She's, like, training them to dance and be good citizens. Fucking narc. And then cockroaches, too, I guess. I don't know. But, like, her song is so, like, this is where we get our first taste of, like, the humor that they're trying to push in this movie. And it's just, like, Uh Rebel Wilson, like, falling down. Hmm. Ha ha. Over and over and over again. And then, like, saying cat puns. Yeah. And it's just not funny. And then she skins herself, and there's another cat skin <laughs> underneath her skin. <laughs> I was, again, I was like, where are we getting these cat furs? Is this what actually happens to the cats that go to the afterlife? Like, what are like they, Jennifer what are they? Hudson takes off in a balloon, and, like, her cat skin falls to the ground. And then the Jellicle cats just, like, try and rip each other apart. <laughs> And the next thing, like, next scene, Victoria's walking around in, like, this brand new, like, Rizabella fur coat. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, she's walking around with this fur coat, like, touch me. It's so easy to leave like, shut up. But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't like Rebel Wilson in this movie. I don't think she's, like, the worst person, like, in general outside of this movie, but uh, she didn't dance. She didn't do anything fun. She just skinned herself alive and then ate cockroaches that she was, like, trying to train. So I'm like, you're a horrible, horrible cat. You're a horrible Jellicle cat, and you do not deserve to go to the afterlife at the Jellicle Ball. Don't don't, uh, quit your day job of training mice to become, like, a stand-up comic, because you're not funny. Um, Yeah. Next cat is Rum Tum Tugger, the sex god cat, played by Jason Derulo. I'm not gonna lie, I did not like Jason Derulo as Rum Tum Tugger. I thought his song was, like, one of the more fun songs, and I didn't think he did a bad job. I think that what they did with, like, the song... Oh, they ruined the song. Yeah, like, I think it, like, I, I keep saying it's just, like, the direction and the editing kind of ruin it. Uh, I think he himself did a great job with what he had. True. Like, he was the most fun to watch, but... I think if they had done the song, like, it was originally written, like, pulled out all the stops, just, like, full, jazzy, snappy, like, fun, spicy, rum-tum-tugger song, like, it was made, and just let Jason Derulo go ham sandwich, it would have been amazing like I think he he had a lot of potential like he did a great job with like what he was given I still don't like care for it because of like how they did it yeah so he did like I said I don't like him as Rum Tum Tugger because of how they made Rum Tum Tugger like the song and everything Mm -hmm. but if they did the original song and they kept Jason Derulo and they're like go full Rum Tum Tugger on their ass I think Jason Derulo would have absolutely slayed it I think he would have just like blown he would have like it just would have been unbelievable it would have just completely muted the rest of the movie which is probably what we needed um that's fair i was like I'm about to cry no, i'm kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm so upset yeah, I just, <laughs> fuck you tom hooper 
But next up on the list is Grizabella, which we've already kind of mentioned, but we can go deeper into uh, Jennifer Hudson's performance as Grizabella. Beautiful. Slated. Flawless. Um, I think when she was singing Memory, um, she made me feel things I hadn't felt in a long time. So, <laughs> And like I said, I originally didn't like her performance of Memory just by listening to the soundtrack. But when you got the music, you got the cat, you got the, you know, just the built-up emotion from watching, like, the last hour and a half of cats being butchered right before your eyes, it was good. It it hit me. It hit me real deep. Yeah, I mean, she was, like I said, put everything she had into this performance. She did a great job. Grisabella as a character, though, um, in the movie, they're shaming her because she, like, fucked McCavity. Is that correct? That is kind of what I got from it. <laughs> they're like, so Victoria's like, hey, y'all, like, there's this, like, really sad, scraggly-looking cat over there. And then all the cats are like, <sighs> and then Grizabella's like, oh, my bad, sorry. Um, and, then, and then Victoria's like, well, what happened to her? And uh, Mungastrap, our weird exposition officer, uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, um, McCavity is, like, a bad dude, and if you fuck with McCavity, we reject you. And she's like, okay. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, very charming, and he, like, like leads you astray, basically. And Victoria's like, okay, I get it. And then he's like, no, that's what happened to Grizabella. She went and, like, fucked McCavity. <laughs> now we deaf hate her. I am so angry. They're slut-shaming a cat for fucking McCavity? Like, give me a break. Give me a break. Give me a break. They reject her. I think the reason they kind of reject her in the musical is because she's, like, literally because she's ugly, gross, and old. Which is so sad, but it's true. Like, they reject her because, like, she's, like, not a fun, springy, like, cat. So she's, like, super bummed. She's like, y'all just hate me because, like, I'm not beautiful like you. That's literally, like, what she's trying to say in the, in the musical. Um, but no, they decided to, like, give her some weird, like, sad plot point of, like, fucking McCavity? Like, I don't understand. I just, somebody needs to explain that to me better because what I got is not what I wanted or needed. Uh, we still have a few more more cats to go. We have Bustopher Jones, played by James Corden. I feel like he falls into the same, like, I don't give a fuck. issues that Rebel Wilson had, just, like, stupid jokes that didn't land like you could you didn't have to say any of the jokes you could have just like done the dancing bits that like played as jokes you don't mm -hmm. have to like verbally say them and i think that's right. the problem here um the like <laughs> that's what i have to say to you <laughs> like okay all right like like in get... the trailer you're like haha that's kind of funny but then when i was watching the movie i was like give me a fucking break like Get out of my- I do not like James Corden. I will- I will put that on record. <laughs> I do not care for this man. I don't have he that personal issue with James Corden, but in this movie, I was like, no. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. Um, just, not funny. Not, not funny. He just eats a lot of food, and that's the whole- whole gist. Um, next cat. gets snatched by McCaffrey. Yeah. But doesn't really end up doing anything of consequence. Next cat is Old Deuteronomy, which is played by- Dame Judy Dutch. <laughs> I didn't really care that Judy Dench played old Deuteronomy. Like, again, I think this was like 2019 trying to be like, let's like defy gender roles and like I, this is it like bad. played in like a man by man? It's usually an old dude who plays okay. old Deuteronomy. But in this case, it was wonderful, critically acclaimed Dame Judy Dench. And I'm like, were you just trying to get as many, like, big She's names? the only like, one. I can't movie. think of an old. She's the only one in the movie that has, like, actual cat legs. Like, yeah. nobody else has cat legs. She has cat legs, and it's really uncomfortable. She, she probably was, like, <laughs> signing the contract, like, I won't do it if you give me human legs. Like, well, <laughs> she doesn't fucking dance, so I guess we can just animate her some cat legs. Um... Yeah. I don't know. I just didn't care. I did not care. I, like, when she came on, I was like, oh, old Deuteronomy. And then I was like, I'm done. 
when all the cats started like spazzing out before she arrived, I was like, what is this? Your cult um, leader was arriving. I was like, oh, what is happening? Because like, we were watching it together and we were kind of like losing losing interest as the movie was going on and that that like when they all started spazzing out kind of like brought me back in it rained us back yeah we were like what the fuck's happening um and it was old deuteronomy and she was fine you know she didn't she was just a cat it's fine like she like she and ian mckellen were just like we are uh acclaimed theater actors and they were doing like the whole method like we are cats and Good on them. But they were in a very different movie than the rest of the cast. Yeah. And it I think she did wrong. well as yeah. a Like she had that like sage wisdom like presence about her. And you're like, okay. Yeah. Um when she like yeah, did her like yeah. leg spread though, when she was like lying down. Oh yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> Again. No, I no, was like you. desensitized to like the whole thing at that point. So We've got Old Deuteronomy, and then we have Gus the Theater Cat, which we already talked about. It's Ian McKellen. Um, yes. He's fine. He's, like, barely in the movie. Uh, he's just cute. You're just, like, it's, like, a cute old man. You're, like, yeah. aw, Ian McKellen as a cat. Kind of weird, but I love it. <laughs> and then we have uh, Shimbleshanks the Railway Gimbleshanks. Cat, which... Gimbleshanks the Railway Cat. Yes, Gimbleshanks, sorry. Uh, the Railway Cat. He was fun. He had, like, a fun little number. I think it was, like, the most lively, like, staged, almost, like, theater performance in the whole movie, which made it, like, feel more acceptable <laughs> than the rest of the movie. a nice little break of, yeah. like, all the weird darkness and, like, twitchiness yeah. we were seeing. And Skimbleshanks was like, let me just break the tension a little bit and have a cute little number about a railway cat. I want to... But then wanna... he, like, spins up in the into the ceiling and disappears in the cloud of spoke i was like oh yeah because mccavity just like kidnapped <laughs> see that's what i mean it's like uh, okay bye any sense. he's a helicopter bye but yeah uh, it was fun it was a good number he did a cool little tap dance um cool and then last but not least is bumble arena played by taylor swift so she exists in the musical mccavity doesn't sing in the musical Okay. Bombalarina. I didn't know the cat's name. That's another cat that, like, she just sings, and you're like, okay, that's a cat. Um, I thought she actually did a good job singing the McCavity song. Um, I think, but at that point in the movie, I was like, can we just get this over with? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, her vocal performance of the song McCavity was pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. I do hate her for writing a song, a, a new song in the musical. That Victoria sings. Like I said, Victoria doesn't sing. Nobody fucking talks in this movie. There's no, there's no verbal dialogue. It's all singing or meowing. <laughs> so the fact that she, like, had the balls to, like, write a song for um, this musical movie just definitely, definitely brought her down a couple notches in my book. Like, it wasn't even that good of a song. I didn't think it was very good. It didn't fit. It doesn't fit. Like, it was trying to be, like, a memory song. Because, like, memory's the only song. Oh, the, song. like, Beautiful Ghost song? Yeah. Memory's yeah. the only song in the musical Cats that wasn't written by, like, the lyrics weren't written by T.S. Eliot. Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote the music and the lyrics to memory. And naturally, it's the best song. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Taylor Swift tried to, like, emulate that. And while, like, I understand that, like, you know, you want to throw your own twist on things. Like, I just didn't uh, see the need for it. Yeah. And, ha. Huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't see, like, the need for it. And they were trying to win an Oscar. They were trying to get, like, an original, like, best original song. And because they did that in um, Lame Is, too. They had a new song. Did they? But, yeah. It was, like, I forget what it was called. But oh. it wasn't memorable. So, uh I think she did fine, like, Taylor Swift did fine as the cat. Mm-hmm. She was only in the one scene. Yeah. Um, Singing McCavity. But, the like, her ghost song wasn't great. It kind of just prolonged an already long scene that was boring. Um, and apparently, like, she didn't finish writing it until, like, the day of. So, like, 
the girl who plays Victoria who had to sing it had to just kind of like wing it on the day of shooting. I'm like, that's not great, uh, but yeah. it's all right. So those are all the cats. And I think we've said our piece about this movie. Is there any other thoughts that you have before we kind of wrap it up? I have a million, but I don't even know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) I guess just, I guess I'll just go back to the beginning and be like, shouldn't have been made, man. Shouldn't have been made. I think Um, my, my main problem, I mean, I think I've said that like a million times throughout this whole thing. I was, I was looking forward to this movie being kind of like so bad it's good. Mm -hmm. You know, like I knew it was going to be bad. I knew it was like going to be silly. Mm -hmm. But I was hoping it would be at least enjoyable to watch because of how bad it is. But it's not. It's just really boring. Yeah. I didn't have high hopes for it either. Yeah. Like I wasn't going to be like, oh my God, this is going to be my favorite movie of all time. Like I knew like when they announced that they were going to make a Cats film, I was like, this is going to be God awful. (laughs) But I thought, again, like you, I I was like, I was like, I still love Cats though. So I'll probably still love it. Mm Kind of like how I love Mamma Mia. Like Mamma Mia is a bad movie. But I love it. But Adam. it's fun. It's, like, self-aware it enough fun. to where, like, there are mo- it's, like, it's enjoyable to watch. It's entertaining. It right, was- but I didn't get that. No, this was just, like, it wasn't entertaining. It was just boring and pretentious and, like, not fun. Like, no. they lost, like, that's back to what I said about, like, Tom Hooper doesn't know how to do musicals. He doesn't know how to, like, engage the medium he doesn't he doesn't know how to combine the musical with the screen in a effective way and we saw that with Les Mis and like the music in Les Mis is great like I have my issues with the story because it's like too sad but (laughs) (laughs) like you can enjoy the musical um but then when he puts it in a movie and it's just all close-ups on people being sad and weird Dutch angles it's like doesn't really work it's funny when people jump off a bridge and like <laughs> crunch them. Crunch. <laughs> he's the guy who's like. <laughs> um, really, is that like the same thing? Was? The same thing with cats. Like, you gotta be self-aware a little bit in this movie. Yeah. Book. They 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 thought they were with all the cat puns, but it just was yeah, no. not funny. No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't work. It didn't. Mm-hmm. It did not it work. work. If they had done, like, the animated version that Steven Spielberg was rumored to be thinking about doing, I would have absolutely adored it. I would have been, I probably would have been skeptical, not gonna lie, but I think it, I, it would have been better. I think it would have, if anything, anything would have been better than this. Yeah, so instead of cats, he made Feifel, and then put in the, there are no cats in America, and the streets are made of cheese. Oh, he wanted to make it in, like, the 90s? Yeah, like yeah, it was like he uh, was gonna, he was gonna he was planning to make it back then before he made Feifel. Oh, oh my God, that it would have been great if it, yeah. was any, if it was gonna be anything like Feifel. It would have been brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I'm so upset now. <laughs> I'm very sad. Yep. So now we have Tom Hooper's cats. Um, <laughs> I, I've had it. I've heard it like said that this movie is gonna become like the next Rocky Horror. But I think that's no. a that's an insult to Rocky Horror because Rocky Horror is like actually good. So, um, no, no, it's not. Will we ever watch no. Cats again? No, no, I don't think so. I couldn't even I couldn't even tell somebody to be like, oh, lol, you should watch Cats. Like yeah. I don't even think I could bring myself to do that. Like, it's a waste of time. <sighs> I'm a little disappointed, but I know we always. We always have these, like, rager movies where we just, like, absolutely pop off. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, You'll always be in my heart, but not the movie version. <laughs> Never. I guess we can uh, wrap it up here. Sounds good. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Twitter at, at another pick pod and Instagram at, at another picture show. You can also listen or watch our podcasts on YouTube, Spotify, uh, and iTunes and Google podcasts. With that, we are going to close out this episode and I'm going to go do nothing the rest of the time. I'm going to go <laughs> pet my dog. <laughs> I'm going to go take my dog. Thank for you for not being a cat. <laughs>
Yep. All right. See you next time, Madeline. Bye. Bye.